Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the space where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of your life. Today, I want to talk about the parenting aspect of your life, my work in spiritually aware parenting, conscious parenting, and how you can co-parent with the universe. Hi, everyone. So over the last few weeks, I've been doing a lot of discussion about um, simple self-care tools and also gearing up for my upcoming group program called Co-Parenting with the Universe. It's been, it's always interesting when you go into um, launching something new. Uh, You actually have to define it. You have to fine tune it so that you can... um, really feel into what it is. It's almost like a distillation of fine-tuning how to sum up what you're working on. This current project is is a massive six-month program featuring a, a range of videos, but mostly group discussion. It's a group program with, with live calls, and it really takes participants from spiritual connection, self-care, working all the way through with parenting and how you show up plugged into the universe for your kids so that you can feel present with them and connect with them on a much deeper level so that you can see through their eyes and feel through their hearts so that you can live so deeply connected with them that life flows effortlessly. There is an element in the work that I do where, where honestly, you don't sacrifice yourself. Instead, you show up more as yourself. You don't become passive, and which so often peaceful parenting turns into, but you're not passive. You're just honest. You're authentic with yourself, and you show up for your kids as that, which gives space for them to be honest with themselves. But I'm not here to, to pitch a program to you. This is not what I'm doing today. Rather, I wanted to talk about how you show up whole in parenting and the work that I do with all of the clients that I work with. What is spiritually aware parenting? The truth is, is that in the idea of spiritually aware parenting, I always say that the, the meat of the work is in the awareness that word aware. It's not just spiritual parenting. It is spiritually aware parenting. And it's spiritually aware parenting because it's just reframing life, creating the mindset, creating the perspective to remember and be aware of being a spirit. You are a spiritual being having this physical experience. Your child is a spiritual being having a physical experience. You are in a relationship together, growing together, exploring life together, having fun together, playing off of each other, co-creating, learning together. And it is part of the flow of life. You know, I never used to parent that way. And I know the, the bumps and halts and tempers and awful moments that come when you're trying to control another person. So often a child might try to control you and you might try to control them. And it just ends up with everyone locking horns. It was when I decided that how I felt and how I showed up mattered that 
I started to make shifts. And it wasn't an instantaneous shift. It never is. It was a gradual flowing experience, which meant that I did a bit better every day. I did a bit better every day. I always tell the story where, you know, I remember my two-and-a-half-year-old little girl sitting, screaming at me because I wanted her to go to the park. And I had this great outing planned, and I found myself almost pushing her into her little pushchair stroller. And all of a sudden, it snapped in my head of, what am I doing? She was happily playing at home, and now I'm insisting she goes to the park. This doesn't make any sense. It was a vulnerable experience looking within and saying, maybe I'm not right in this. Maybe she is. Why are we taught that? Why are we taught that children shouldn't be right? Isn't it fascinating? Isn't it fascinating how it's like we, for some reason, because we've been here longer on the planet, we're supposed to have the answers? I, personally, I don't think we do that off, that, that very well most of the time. So it, it comes into a question of how do you release the resistance of letting go of that control? How do you allow yourself to show up as your vulnerable self? Well, maybe that's not just with kids. Maybe there's a resistance to show up for in a lot of different circumstances. It's just that children are, are something that we're taught early on to show up in the role of being the adult, the role of being the parent, and to come in with a little bit of authority. It gives an opportunity for us, as soon as we've hit a certain stage in our lives, to show up in that authority. And when you take that away, that you don't need to have authority over a child, people get very nervous. So where do you put the authority? Well, in my perspective and in my work, you give it over to the universe. God, source, spirit. You say, right, call on those team, that team, call on those angels and let it flow. There's a faith in that, a flow in that. And it's amazing how often the right solutions just show up. I was telling the story the other day of how I remember vividly once when my daughter was growing incredibly frustrated. We just had our youngest and we were homeschooling and we were living on our homestead farm and she felt very alone out in the country, despite the fact that she had a younger sister. And it was building within her that she really wanted a friend. She wanted a stereotypical eight-year-old experience. She wanted to have slumber parties and to go out to movies. And she was craving that kindred spirit friend. And I had no idea how to find it. It was an impossibility in my mind. I was still just giving, having, getting over my fourth trimester. And I looked at her and she was getting more frustrated and more frustrated and moaning more and more about this desire. Now, luckily, I had put certain perspectives 
and beliefs in place. Luckily, I had taken my education in spirituality and in concept in spiritual concepts and i had offered these in her homeschooling education so i had different games to teach her about law of attraction i had different um stories that she had heard different things that create the framework that she knew that moaning about something was simply going to attract more moaning. That's the way this works. The universe works in a reflective state. It works in that space where what you're feeling is amplified and reflected back to you. So she knew when I kind of raised an eyebrow that she knew if she was moaning about something, she was only going to attract more to moan about. But she was still in that groove. And, and so I still remember this day that she was just spiraling out of control over this. And then finally, I suggested three steps. First of all, she needed to write a list of appreciation of the life that she had. Appreciation raises the vibration, putting her in a spot where she could um, remind herself what was working. And in that state, she would be in a better frame of mind, her mood would be better, and she would have a better attraction point. Next, I suggested that she write a list to the universe, writing a request of what type of friend she would want. What would it be like to have a friend? How would it feel to be in that state? How would it feel to be um, connected with someone on that level? And then after she had done those two tasks, I sent her outside. <laughs> I sent her outside to work in her garden, I sent her to go do a little bit of weeding because she knew she needed to be distracted and to get her eyes off of the problem. This is simple law of attraction, simple manifestation tools, right? It's always a question of raise your vibration, put yourself in a state of receiving and allowing, make sure that you become clear and defined of what you're asking from the universe, and then distract in a simple, easy way, creating flow. Interestingly, then as soon as she was out in the garden and I could feel myself starting to head into mommy mode of going, okay, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? How do I fix this? I remembered my own step. And I looked up at the universe, looked up into the sky and just went, help. <laughs> in that simple, just gave birth a few weeks ago way. And I just said, okay, in divine timing, in divine ways, let this be so. The very next day, the very next day, less than 24 hours, the phone rang. And it was a total stranger on the line. And they said that they had received my name through someone and that they were just about to start a homeschooling group. It was a, a cooperative group of various other homeschoolers who were coming together to put on swim classes, to host parties, to have some events, and they wanted to know if we would join. Within the next few days, we'd attended our first meeting, and my daughter met her friend. In fact, both daughters became really good friends with a few of the children. And that homeschooling group kept us going for quite a few years. It was amazing to witness how fast the universe 
jumped onto something as soon as we allowed it to be so. It was a co-creation between uh, my daughter's intentions as well as my own, and there was a state of deep allowing to the universe. In my mind, this is the perfect example of co-parenting with the universe. It's getting out of your own way and knowing that the universe has your back. Spirit has your back. You can ask for whatever you need and whatever you desire from the universe. And that includes things within your parenting. If you're having a difficult time with your kids, you can ask the universe to show you the deeper meanings. You can dive deep within a spiritual space that you can connect with them on a much deeper level, even if it means when they're asleep and you're tapping in when they're sleeping. You know, conscious parenting is something that a lot of people talk about now. And this is my, the tools I offer, the, my approach within the parenting field is very similar to conscious parenting. I always just encourage everyone not to see themselves as the root cause for all their children's behavior. A child's behavior is often bubbling up from their own growth. It's their own experience, their own perceptions, their own um, brain capacity, their, their simple neural development. They're bumping up against something. Where my part of conscious parenting goes is the only thing you really have control over is your own reaction, your perspective, your triggers, doing your own inner work, connecting to your own higher self, so that when you show up whole with your kids, you create a safe and secure environment for them to have those growth experiences, for them to learn what it's like to be human, for them to be able to bump up against stuff and know that they can learn past that and grow past that. You start to remember your own childhood experiences and you can relay honest, true conversations and stories about your own observations. It's a flowing relationship. It's one that's based knowing that there is love flowing through to you at all times, that you are that spiritual being having this physical experience and you are helping another spiritual being have their own physical experience. That's the basis of my work in spiritually aware parenting. You know, and it's, it's always interesting because I have clients who aren't parents or who have children who are grown. Um, I work with a range of different people. And often people will say, well, why do, why do you focus on parents so often? And I always say that it's because I know that when I was a parent before I started this approach, before I allowed my spirituality to flow through my work, I know that I often thought I had to keep it on a shelf. I didn't know early on that it was going to make my parenting experience a happy and incredibly spiritually focused experience. I've learned so much spiritually as a mom. And I didn't know it was going to do that. Nobody had told me it was going to do that. But so I, and I often still hear people say, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to work on my self-development after my kids are grown. 
but now it's like that you're going to miss out on such a phenomenal experience with your kids. And sadly, your children are also going to miss out on understanding a deeper version of you. There's magic in this. There's magic in knowing your whole self and your true self and allowing that to show up with your kids and then witnessing as that shows up for them as well, that they show up as their whole selves and slowly practice the things that you are being an example of. I'll still remember the first time I woke up one morning and my son had woken up before me and I turned around and I couldn't find him and there he was sitting on the floor meditating because he'd seen me do it. Allowing that flow to echo through your home means that you aren't reliant on the traffic that's outside. Your kids don't feel the same uprooting and instability that the world offers. You get to have influence and not even influence. You get to infuse the house with love by taking care of the your own inner work, by tapping in spiritually, by being true to yourself and showing up whole. All right. So this is what's been on my mind because my group program is starting on April 1st. If you are interested in learning more all about it, um, please feel free to um, email me at Christina at Spiritually Wear Parenting or check it out at spirituallywearparenting.com. It is always exciting to embark on this work. So I'm always happy to answer any questions. And in all of this, remember who you are. Be true to yourself. Connect to your heart. Breathe deep within you. Know that you are love and that you are loved. That the universe is always flowing effortlessly and supporting you, holding space for you and finding and conspiring to find the greatest solutions for you. It's always simply a question of tapping in, tuning in, listening, and allowing. Sending all my love and light. Take care.